If you're enjoying this podcast and it's helping your writing, then come study with us. You can join our classes here in New York City or attend live online from anywhere in the world. So check it out, writeyourscreenplay.com, and here's the podcast. Hello, I'm Jacob Kruger, and this is the Write Your Screenplay podcast. On this podcast, rather than reviewing movies like critics, two thumbs up, two thumbs down, loved it or hated it, we're going to look at movies in terms of what we can learn from them as screenwriters. We're going to look at good movies and bad movies, movies that we loved and movies that we hated. For an ad-free version of this podcast, as well as a full transcript, please visit our website, writeyourscreenplay.com. As you know, if you listen to the first episode of this series, what we're going to be doing over the course of Game of Thrones Season 8 is doing a brief podcast about each episode to discuss what you can learn from that episode as screenwriters. In our first podcast, we actually looked at the engine of Season 1 of Game of Thrones. We talked about all of those elements that actually created the engine that would end up driving eight seasons of the show. And we also talked a little bit about the things that went wrong along the way as pieces of that engine, particularly at the end of the first season, got destroyed and then had to be recreated. As we come into season eight, there's one engine that we didn't get to talk about that actually started way back in season one, which was the Jamie and Cersei Lannister relationship, and of course, everything that happens to Bran out of that. Now, as you remember, back in episode one, the incredibly horrifying moment, right? Brother and sister are making love, and little baby Bran climbs up and sees them, and Jamie Lannister gives him a quick shove to what looks like it's going to be his death. Of course, this is the moment that we all get hooked in Game of Thrones, right? This is the moment that we know that we're going to keep watching because the baddies are so bad and so complicated and this theme of incest and perversity and twisted sexuality bumped and power bumped up against the desire to be an ethical person in the universe. I mean, that's what Game of Thrones is really about. And of course, this is another engine that has changed because by now, Jamie and Cersei are not only no longer making love, Jamie has become a good guy. And that engine of this very complicated love story, which has driven us through many episodes, has seemed like it's run its course. So here's what's really interesting about what happens in the pilot episode of season eight, which is that that engine gets restarted. That that loose end between Jamie and Bran at the very end of season one gets completed here and restarted here at the beginning of season eight when Jamie shows up at Winterfell and he and Bran lock eyes, both of them knowing exactly what happened. So even though the relationship between Cersei and Jamie has changed in a way that no longer powers that engine in the same way, we have a new engine starting here with the relationship with Bran, an engine that I expect is probably going to play out over each episode to come. Now, there's another very interesting engine that's getting restarted here. We've got Daenerys, who's been wandering around being the perfect leader, and quite frankly, has become somewhat boring. 
Sure, we love dragons and we love watching them, but how long can you just keep on freeing slaves and doing good and being the perfect person for the throne before things start to get a little boring? So here we are and we bring Daenerys to Winterfell where Jon Snow is supposed to be ruling and they're coming back as a happy couple and remember at the end of season seven, he's bent the knee to her. He's given up his claim in order to to support hers and in order to support their battle against the White Walkers. And a beautiful little love story is blooming between her and John. And of course, that love story is going to get amplified through a beautiful CGI sequence when they fly on their dragons together. But what's happening right now is none of the people of the North actually trust her. None of the people who agreed to be ruled by John are very happy about being ruled by some blonde lady with a bunch of dragons. And the truth is, although we're watching and processing that, all that stuff is pretty boring. It's not going to be a strong enough engine to drive the series in season eight. Because at the end of the day, we trust Daenerys. We're not worried about Daenerys. Which is why it's interesting what they do over the course of this episode which is to start to chip away at our trust in her. So a new engine is starting. This is a new role that Daenerys is going to play in this season that she didn't play in the seasons before. Remember, in season one, she was the victim, the pawn in her brother's game, who grows into her power as a woman, as a lover, as the mother of dragons through her relationship with Drogo. In season eight, we have the beginning of a new relationship for her, this time with Jon Snow. But we're moving her in a different direction because each little event in episode one of season eight starts to chip away at our trust in Daenerys. We start to go, hmm, she did torch Sam's family. That wasn't real nice. Hmm, would Jon actually have done that? And you can see what they're actually doing is they're raising the question of does this woman deserve to rule the Iron Throne? And of course, all of season eight, episode one is building to that moment at the end when Sam tells John the truth. That Daenerys is not meant to be the one to sit on the Iron Throne. That he is. That in fact, he's fallen in love with his own aunt. And that he is the rightful heir. Once again, we have an incestual theme that's getting woven through, a perverse sexuality theme that's getting woven through in a different way, an ethical theme that's getting woven through in a different way. And we have a new question about who can you trust as a leader. In season one, we watched Daenerys grow into her power as an ethical leader through a relationship with a barbarian. In season eight we're potentially watching Daenerys lose her moral compass through a relationship with a genuinely good and humble man. So this is the engine that I'm expecting is going to power the episodes that follow. This is the engine that's going to start to splinter and push at their relationship as these characters play the Game of Thrones. And this is the structural underpinning of season eight, episode one. It's also pretty darn well close to all that happens in season eight, episode one, which is the last thing that I want you to understand. Every pilot is launching an engine of a show. Every pilot is setting up the given circumstances for what's going to happen in the episodes to follow. That's the job of the series pilot in every season to basically go, this is the game this time around. This is how we 
either reset or change the engine, this is what you're going to be watching. And then each episode to follow is going to generate that same feeling by replicating similar ideas and using different plots to create the same kind of journey. But if you hearken back to the pilot of episode one, season one, that culmination of all that complexity when Jamie Lannister throws a little boy off the top of a wall. Compared to the end of season eight, episode one, which is basically the delivery of a bunch of information that everybody else already knew to a guy who we all know is the guy who morally should be king. You can actually see the structure of what happens in season eight ain't all that interesting compared to what happens in season one. And so this is an interesting phenomenon that you need to think about in setting up your own pilot. When you're launching a season eight of a series, these are characters that we already love. These are complexities that we already love. These characters that we invite into our living room, they become our family. And we start to care about them in the way that we care about our family because we've spent so many seasons, so many episodes, seen them go through so many things, know so much of their backstory, so much of their pain, that you can actually get away with making an episode that is virtually entirely people hugging and delivering information, people re-meeting and learning about where each other have been. And it's relatively compelling to watch. You throw in a couple of dragons and everything's fine because these are people that we love and sure an engine is getting started and we already know it's going to be a good show. But when you write the pilot for your series, a series for which people don't know the characters yet, for which people are not reacting to your characters as valued members of the family that they know and love, when they're instead meeting them for the first time, man, a lot of compelling things have got to happen. See, the engine is actually the secondary gift of your pilot. The primary gift needs to be a compelling story. So much more needs to happen in a series pilot for a new series. It's got to be more like season one, episode one than season eight, episode one. So I want to end with this concept that is such a great concept to have in your mind as a screenwriter. When you are a known brand, when you are writing for a known brand, you can take your time and you can set things up and you can lay things in for the audience because the audience already trusts you. They already like you. They already connect to you. When you've made someone a couple hundred million dollars with a bunch of successful movies or series, you can write a first 10 pages that sets things up in a relatively compelling way and they will trust you to read to the end. But when you are a brand new writer, when you are a normal human being that walks the earth, when you are writing characters that people don't know about for a series they haven't met before, you cannot save the best for last. You cannot spend your time setting things up. You have to save the best for first. So go back and watch season one, episode one. And notice how this series doesn't waste any time setting stuff up introducing characters, that rather the series launches us right into the action, that the most compelling, most disturbing, most exciting thing, the biggest choices are happening all the time from the very first page. And then go back and watch season eight, episode one, and notice the difference. Season eight, episode one is actually a good pilot. It's the kind of pilot that most producers get to read and that most writers write. A perfectly reasonable pilot setting up things for a wonderful series to come. But it's not a pilot that you can sell. 
the pilot that you can sell needs to be a pilot like season one, episode one. It's got to be that fast. It's got to be that compelling. You've got to save the best for first. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. For a complete transcript, please visit our website, writeyourscreenplay.com slash podcast.